verses. Um, now turn your Bible with me to the book of Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. God has been taking us on a series titled Deny Yourself and Following Jesus. Uh, you know, as a way of uh, starting this morning, uh, can somebody in the in the congregation please uh, tell me what does it mean to deny yourself? What does it mean to you? And we say deny yourself and follow Jesus in your own interpretation. You can unmute your device and tell us quickly while we get ready to read from the book of Mark chapter 9. And I'll read from verse 36. And praise the Lord, Pastor. Hallelujah. Um, so to deny ourselves, we've been learning is like to um carry to deny ourselves and carry the cross. Um for me it's like um giving up rights, giving your your own rights, um to um deny yourself to please God, you give up your rights. Um, you let go of pride and you um you just focus on God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's amazing. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Yes. One more person. What does it mean to you in your own world when we say deny yourself? For instance, uh, you are in the mall and somebody chants you. You you have every load you have. You have to quickly go to church or you have to pick up your children or you have to do something important. You need to leave the mall and you're on the queue and somebody just stay in front and the person will even tell you sorry. Uh, what does deny yourself means? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Jesus. Hallelujah. To Amen. That's also wonderful. God bless you, my yes. Uh, in case you didn't hear what uh, mommy said, she said that what it means to deny ourselves is that uh, you know to show people mercy, <clears throat> even though we can retaliate, but to, to you know to to show mercy instead of retaliation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. Now I read from verse 36, <clears throat> excuse me. And he took a child and said him, Mark chapter nine, verse 36, please, you can omit, uh, I mean, uh, open your Bible. Mark chapter nine, verse 36, and he took a child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his hand, he said unto them, Whoso, whosoever, Shall receive one of the of, of one of such children in my name, receiveth me. Whosoever shall receive me, receive not, receive not me, but am but him that sent me. And John answered him, saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed us, and he followed, he followed not us, and we forbade him, <clears throat> because. He followed not us. But Jesus said, <clears throat> Forbid him not, for there is no man which, which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. 
for he that is not against us is on our part. For whoever shall give up a cup of water to drink in my name, for whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because ye belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. You will not lose your reward. I will not lose my reward in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the Bible went on to say, And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and, and he were cast into the sea. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life, ma'am, than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never that shall that never shall be quenched. Where there where 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 their where worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if they if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter heart into life than having two feet in, in than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched where their worm dies not and the fire is not quenched and if thy eyes offend thee plug it out it is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of god with one eyes than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their warmth died not, and the fire is not quenched. For every for everyone shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be sought with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost its saltness, wherewith will ye season it? Have salt in yourselves, may pay attention, have salt in yourselves, and have peace one with another. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. Now, this, this scripture is, um, is very rich. And one of the things that we are learning as we started yesterday was that the disciples began to debate within themselves who is going to be the greatest. And we understand that for any one of us that will be great, including myself, we must learn to be servant of all. Now, we must learn to be servant of all. We must learn to minister to people. That means you must take on the, the, the position of being a servant. Yes, and that way, then, you know, as you serve people in the presence of servant, then your greatness begins to, you know, begin to show up. Now, but then Jesus moved a step further from there, again, challenging and reminding us of something important, that he took a little child. He talks about receiving the child. That if you are anyone that will not receive a child, a little child like this, uh, you know, it's, you, can't, uh, you can't make the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus won't use, use that child as a way of further proving his point or deepening his, his, his point to the disciples that for you, you, more, you need to deny yourself. For you, you need, you can't just you can't just say, oh, well, I want to be the leader. No, it's not about that. It is about you giving up your right 
giving up, you know, that your person, giving up your ego, and then serving other people. Jesus Christ washes his, the, the disciples' feet. He's also an example of someone who, who has denied himself. Now, if he washes the disciples' feet, then we are expected to do much more. It might not literally just be like pouring water on pouring, but do you know that it, it, it goes a long way, in diverse way. It could be, you know, somebody is sick and you are there to help wash the clothes. It could be somebody, you know, maybe heavily pregnant and perhaps maybe the, 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 the family, they need help. You can, you can be, oh, I'm going to step in to help them to clean their house. Brethren, these are things that when you engage in them, you are denying yourself. You see, in the body of Christ, one of the things I love so much about the body of Christ, or perhaps one of the places where God has raised us up, and when I mean up, you know, for instance, you know, myself by God's grace and my wife, one of the fellowships we have attended, now it's called Chapel of Resurrection. Not that we, not that we school in there in ABU, but we attend that chapel. There was something I learned in that, in that chapel. The chaplain, of course, the chaplain is a professor. The choir director is a professor of gynecologist. Uh, professor is a queer, I still remember his name. Um, the, 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 the head of Austrian, you know, is also a professor because he's in, the, he's in the university. Now, there's one thing I love there is this. The leaders of the church, they don't sit in the front. They choose to sit at the back. And one of the things, reason is that, but any one of them that will be ministering on that, they sit in the front. I'm going somewhere. Another thing I observe is that they don't address themselves by professor. That's one thing I love about Christianity. Calling ourselves brothers and sisters. Calling ourselves brothers and sisters. Now, I remember Professor Oyemekwe, the choir director then, and I'm sure, I mean, this is, I'm talking about many, many years, probably maybe going to 20 years now. One day, he was to share the word of God. And so the church secretary wanted to introduce him and say, this morning we are blessed to have, you know, so he wanted to begin to elogize uh, Professor Yemekwe, an elderly man with gray hair. And so he began to talk about you know, his academic credentials and all of that. I remember that day. I won't forget. Now, and so when Professor Yemekwe took, took the mic, he pleaded with the church secretary in the front of the whole, con I mean, it's a large fellowship. I'm talking about Amon Dubelo University Congo uh, campus, Zaria, Nigeria. And so he said, please, 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 don't address me in the church by as a professor. I'm okay with brother. You know, that word humble me. That's many years. It really humble me. So, brethren, the same thing, Jesus. So I could see that life of Jesus being exemplifying them. That these people say, yes, in the academic world, if I'm in the class, it's okay to address me by professor. But for as long as I'm in the church, please call me brother. You know, now where are these things in the body of Christ today? Of course, you know, you know how people, if you don't address them by title, they can get offended. Now, but that is not the way of Christ. Now, but Jesus Christ here, 
you know, he began to move further by explaining some other things. What else did Jesus bring out here? Jesus said, he said, forbid him now, for there's no one that shall do miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. So, and then they saw somebody casting out demon and Jesus, and they brought it to him. And Jesus said, don't worry. If it's either they are for us or they are against us. But that is not where we are going. Now, Jesus then began to talk about the things of, about offense. What may offend you? What may hinder us from making heaven? He began by saying, and whosoever shall offend one of these little ones. Then he went on, he said, and if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. So what does that mean? And it also talks about, if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. And it talks about, okay, if thy hands, eyes offend thee, plug it out, and so on. So these three things, cutting off hand, cutting off foot, cutting off, you know, I mean, plugging off the eye. So what is Jesus telling us? Jesus is telling us that we should not allow anything to hinder us from making the kingdom of God. You can see Jesus making a comparison between heaven, between going to heaven and going to hell in the remaining verses. So Jesus is saying that, brothers and sisters, nothing must hinder us from making heaven. That means if it is pride, if it is, uh, you know, uh, being boastful, he said, do away with them so that you can make the kingdom of God. And so for us to deny ourselves, whatever thing that may be an obstacle to deny ourselves. Now, of course, in the body of Christ today, we have seen many examples. Yes, we have seen examples of even perhaps people that are not, you know, who are not following the way of Christ and that are in high position. Brethren, I want you to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Don't hang your salvation on any man's shoulder. Let your salvation be entrusted in the hand of Christ. Don't hang it on any man's shoulder. Every man is looking unto Jesus. So you, your salvation, you must take a personal responsibility to see that you grow. You know the law. Don't say, well, oh, I know that apostle. Oh, I know that bishop. Oh, I know that pastor. Oh, I know that great man of God and so on that is doing this. You are not one of them. Remember, Jesus Christ said, there are many on the last day that will say, Lord, Lord, Lord. Say, but I, I'll tell them I know them now. That will not be your testimony. That will not be my testimony in the name of Jesus. Now, so what else? Why do we, we, we look at, you know, reasons? or the importance of denying ourselves. We did mention that the one that did not deny himself cannot please God, cannot even stand in the gap for others, and so on. Now, one of the other reasons why you need to deny yourself is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I mean, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, not chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Um, I would have loved us to read from verse 5 up to 11, but because of our time, I'll just take verse 11. But it talks about forgiveness. 
So Paul was talking about forgiveness there. Now, he said, lest Satan should gain an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Why is it important as Christians to deny ourselves and follow Jesus? So that Satan don't gain advantage of us. You know what it means for Satan to gain advantage? Satan always look for loopholes. For instance, if Satan knew that your weakness is anger, so he brings somebody, he brings situation that stir up that anger. That's what it means. If Satan knew that your own case is unforgiveness, he brings matters and situations around you that makes you to say yes, no, nothing, you know, you won't let go. If Satan knew that your own case is the issue of money, oh, he organizes money, he organizes different things that appear to be good door and brings them around your way. What it means is to gain advantage. Satan will not gain advantage of you. He will not gain advantage of me in the name of Jesus. That's why we must learn to deny ourselves. We must come to a point as Christians that when people give us gifts, we must learn to ask them questions. You know, I remember one of our brethren, uh, my, 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 I'm sure my wife was there, um, you know, some, some weeks ago. Very wonderful, you know, uh, okay, well, there you go, let's put it weeks ago. You know, very wonderful, you know, brethren. And so this brethren came and, uh, you know, after, you know, we shared the word of God, then uh, he said, ah, that, uh, you know, uh, that he has this for God's work. I said, okay. Um, then we began to talk. Um, he said, peace, peace offering. I said, I said, am I fighting with you? <laughs> I said, I said, please, hold you. I'm not that kind of I said, please. Uh, I said, no. I said, you know, you go and make peace with God. He's not, I'm not quarreling with you. <laughs> but he was, he was, uh, he was enlightened. He might even be here now, but he was, he was enlightened. I said, I educate him. I say, see, <laughs> we are no, we are not quarreling with nobody's fighting with you. So if there's no peace offering, I'm not the one that takes peace offering. Peace offering go go back to God. So we must come to a point whereby it is not all gifts we can receive. We must learn to be able to ask people, you know, know what people their source of income. Because again, like I said, if you don't learn to deny yourself, Satan can gain advantage because you always look for loopholes. He always look for loopholes. And my prayer is that he will not find a loophole in your life in the name of Jesus. Brethren, what is the cost? What then is the cost? What is the price that we must pay? Or how can we deny ourselves? That is the next thing now we are looking at. To deny yourself, the fundamental is you must have an encounter with Jesus. You cannot, you know, you only give what you have. For you to deny yourself as a, as a child of God, number one, you must encounter Jesus genuinely. Now, you will see Paul oftentimes say, I die daily. Well, what does it mean when Paul says he died daily? It doesn't mean that he's not talking about dying physically. Paul is saying, I die to self. Paul is saying that this old nature of mine, you have to go. You have to go. Remember the same Paul said. He prayed about he was struggling with a particular sin. The Bible did not tell us. God did not tell us specifically what Paul was struggling with in his life. But he said three times he besought the Lord. 
He prayed, he must have fasted. Of course, he said he fasted he fast often. So he must have fasted and prayed. And God said, don't worry. My grace is sufficient for you. And God told him, you see, in that your weakness, you are made perfect. God allowed that, allowed Satan to buffet Peter, I mean, the, uh, Paul, for the purpose of humbling him. Now, Paul was a man full of abundance of revelation, was a man who lived literally like an angel. He was a man who literally, though he didn't walk with Jesus like on earth, well, like the Paul, like Peter and all the other apostles, but Paul, he had deeper knowledge of Jesus than even other the apostles. So God so much invested in Paul that God so much loved him that I said, Paul, I don't want you to miss her. So here's what I'm going to do. I will allow Satan to buffet you temporarily. Though you try to say, I said, Lord, 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 help me. But God said, I allow that in your life so that you could humble you all the time. So Paul was a man full of grace. But we remember his encounter in Acts chapter 9. Now, in the book of John chapter 3, verse 3. John chapter 3, verse 3. John chapter 3, verse 3. What is the process? How then can we deny ourselves? Now, it, the Bible says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, except you are born again, you can't deny yourself. To the condition is that you need to be born again. And to be born again means that you acknowledge that you are a sinner. You acknowledge that you are a sinner and, be, and, and accept God's offer of salvation. What is God's offer of salvation? Jesus Christ. God sent him into the world to die for the world. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. So when you are born again, when you encounter Jesus, Jesus take your old nature away and give you a new nature. That is the nature of himself. And the Bible said that let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, according to Philippians 2, verse 5. Brethren, I want you to bow down your head this morning. One of the prayers you are going to be praying for yourself, Satan will not gain advantage of me as I go out today. Satan will not gain advantage of my family. Satan will not gain advantage of any one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. So I want you to begin to appreciate God, begin to appreciate him for the word you have heard. Now it is time to unmute your devices as we pray in the next few minutes. Uh, unmute your device. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. You have not encountered Jesus. I tell you, I am in the process of learning to, to know Christ. I am in the process of learning to know Christ. And I tell you, if I look back into my own life, you know, in the in the few years, I'm a very small boy. Now, if I look back to my, you know, to, to, to the years that I've been here on earth and God, that God saved my soul, I have come to understand that few things have changed in me. A few things have changed in me, but I am not even there yet. I tell you, for you to see changes in your life, you need to accept Jesus genuinely. So you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. 
and accept to save me, I can't save myself. I accept your offer of salvation. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Please send help to me. Please deliver me from the stronghold of sin and give me the nature of righteousness. Fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word. Father, I thank you for answer prayer. Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer, Jesus, please forgive them. Write their name in the book of life. Let it be well with them in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, Lord, remove the nature of sin from them and plant the nature of righteousness in them. In Jesus' mighty name, In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You are going to lift up your voices, whatever it may be this one, you are going to say, God of wonders. You can do better. Say, God of wonders. God of wonders. Please do not allow the enemy to gain advantage of me. Every loophole in and around my life, I command them to be blocked in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and make that your prayer this morning. Go ahead and pray. Loopholes of anger, loopholes of immorality, loopholes of malice, loopholes of unforgiveness. Of talking too much and so on, cried this morning. I say, Father, every loophole that the enemy might have created in my life, this morning I command such loophole to be blocked in the name of Jesus. Satan will not gain advantage of me, Satan will not gain advantage of my household, Satan will not gain advantage of us. This morning we have come unto you in the name of Jesus. Please do not allow Satan to gain advantage of any of our brethren. Do not allow Satan to gain advantage of me. When Satan comes, he will not find anything in me. Jesus Christ testified. He said, the prince of this world coming, and he found nothing in me. 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 Let Satan not find anything in me. I don't have any of his property in my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Now, you are going to pray. Your next prayer, you have two more prayers to pray. You see, to some people, they are the one hindering their own deliverance. To some, maybe just saying they are sorry to somebody. To some, restituting that if they have stolen. To some, you know, paying back money, they are hoeing people that they know oh, you are hoeing people and you have the money, why not pay them? These are little, little, little things that Satan is looking for to gain advantage into people's lives. So you are going to lift up your voices this morning. You are going to say, Father. Father. You are going to say, Father. Father. In any area of my life where I am weak, <laughs> stand upon your word this morning. That let me say I am strong. So I am strong in the name of Jesus. Make that your prayer this morning. Make that your prayer in the name of Jesus. Let the poor see I am ready. The Lord has gone. I say I am strong. I am not weak in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In 
Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. And now you can mute your devices. What would you want the Lord to do for you this blessed morning? Go ahead and tell me. Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answer to our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Uh, you can stretch forth your hand towards God. Father, this morning we are blessed. We are grateful. Thank you for your word you have brought unto us. Lord, you know the things that the enemy wants to use to deny us of your kingdom, but this morning you have exposed the secret of the devil. And so this morning I ask Lord Jesus, for all your children as they go out today, please do not allow the devil to gain advantage of them. I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever thing the enemy might be seeing in your life or a loophole that they are carving, they are looking for. I pray in the name of Jesus, the enemy will not be able to achieve his plan concerning your life. As you go out today, you shall live victorious. As you go out today, you shall dominate. As you go out today, you shall prosper. As you go out today, you shall enjoy the, the presence of God. As you go out today, in the name of Jesus, the Lord will favor you. As you go out today, in the name of Jesus, you will walk in the spirit. As you go out today, you'll be a soul winner. In the mighty name of Jesus. You, Satan, I command you to lose your grip over this once in the name of Jesus. I pray for your household. The blessing of the Lord is upon your household. It shall be well with your going in and coming out. You will never borrow in the name of Jesus. The last time you shed tears in the secret, that will be the last tears you will ever shed in the mighty name of Jesus. God has helped you and he has had you in the name of Jesus. No more weeping, no more sorrow in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today. As you go out, you will come back with testimony. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Are you sick in your body? The Lord healed you. I command that infirmity to disappear. That body weakness, that spiritual weakness, I command it to go. In the name of Jesus, and I release the fire of the Holy Ghost to rest upon you in a mighty way for mighty signs and wonder. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, all the parents in the house, particularly if your children are with you, please, this morning, God told me that Tell all the parents to, to pray for their children. So lay your hand upon them before they go out and please pray for them. Parents, if, you are, if your children are with you, if they are not there with you, if you have their picture, please lay your hand on their picture. Please don't forget, very, very important for parents. Parents, lay your hand. If you don't, your children are not with you physically, take their picture if you have it. 
and lay your hand and pray and bless them. And if they are there with you physically, that is awesome. Lay your hand and pray for them. And in the name of Jesus, our children will do great and no evil shall befall them. And every blessing you declare upon them, I decree they are established in the name of Jesus. And any words or contrary dreams or visions, whatever thing that is not of God concerning your children, I counsel in the name of Jesus. It shall be well with your children in Jesus.